Hey, you're listening to the It's Funny That Makes It Okay podcast. We talk about and or make fun of music, pop culture, current events, relationships, whatever happens to pop into our heads. So from the It's Funny studios deep in the heart of God's country, here's the show. Welcome. It's to the It's Funny That Makes It Okay podcast. Ho, Welcome ho, back. Ho, 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 ho. We're not quite there yet, but I want to get close. preemptive Christmas strike. A in. preemptive ho. That's right. <laughs> Don't say that too much. We'll start hearing stupid, stupid ho in the background. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <clears throat> so what's new? Uh, not much. Working, working. Hopefully everybody out there staying safe and uh, getting into Christmas spirit. I kind of am. Yeah. I finally got my Christmas stuff up. So I usually have it up like the week of Thanksgiving. And this week, it's just, or this week, <laughs> this year, I don't know what what is going on anymore. This year, it's just drug and, and it's just taken forever to get things done so yeah, i've listened to a lot of uh christmas uh movie and tv show themes has been my playlist this year um digging that so mm-hmm. how about you mike doing anything christmas related are you getting geared up for the season yeah or? so we're pretty much uh, all decorated I, our neighborhood is crazy with christmas decorations. i have seen your neighborhood yes it i is have it's wild <laughs> so compared to everyone else we're like you know, <laughs> not even on par with everyone else. Yeah, Mike and Courtney's yeah, neighbors are like, who are the Scrooges that moved in here? <laughs> yeah, well, you've got that one wild. strand of lights up, and that's nice. Yeah, yeah it's like, like the, the bare minimum. The Charlie yeah. Brown Christmas tree is what yeah. their house looks like. <laughs> I went to go back and get a second strand, but I waited too long. And <laughs> They're gone. It was well, white. Well, your neighborhood <laughs> bought them all. I know. <laughs> Can't order online. Can't. I know. Oh, I got to like bum a strand from the neighbor or something. <laughs> like, let me hook up into yours or something. Yeah. So. He'd probably go out to his garage and open up a, like a big cabinet and go, take your pick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. okay. Well, I think we, we got a couple little little things to take care of up top. And then we've got some COVID news. And then it's going to be pretty much uh, some, some Christmas-related stuff. Some news stories from Christmas. Have a few more gifts to add to your wish list. Ooh, very nice. So uh, then we're going to do a little thing on Christmas movies. We'll finish up with some unusual Christmas traditions uh, here and around the world. Good. Sounds good to me. So I think you said you had a, a gripe chambered and ready to go. I've got one loaded, ready to go. Fire away. All right. You know how I like to take on the big conglomerates, you know, with <laughs> yes. my gripes. We well, punch up here. We yeah. Well, yeah, up. this week it's the Peoria Journal Star. Are <laughs> <laughs> well, they big conglomerate? <laughs> it's a news a local a newspaper. newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> I think it, we have a I uh, think we affectionately call it the Peoria Urinal Star. <laughs> <laughs> we have may, may have more listeners than they have readers. <laughs> <laughs> we might <laughs> We might be the big conglomerate picking on little David. <laughs> and thus my gripe. Okay. All right. So I understand newspapers are having a hard time and they've got to, they've got to be, you know, caught up in technology. So they've got to get online and have an online presence. And I even understand that if I go to their website and try to look through a story that, you know, they give me limited numbers of stories I can read free without subscribing to them. Okay. I get that. If I want more of the Journal Star, I should subscribe. But what I don't like is they put their feed in my Facebook feed and there'll be a story there. It says from the Peoria Journal Star, this story, and I'll click on it and it said, you must have a subscription to be able to read this story. It's like you're in my Facebook feed. I should not have to subscribe to read that one story that you're interjecting into my Facebook feed. 
Or you should give me the Reader's Digest version. I know yeah. it's a super old, outdated reference, but <laughs> people don't watch that. That means a, a, a snippet, Cliff Notes version. If yeah. you yeah, I mean it's a, it was kind of an important story around the area. I don't remember what it was off the top of my head, but it's like oh, super. I want to see. Then. I want to see what this was. <clears throat> I know, <laughs> but I click on it and it's like yeah, the little window pops up. Oh, you got to have a. It's like. No, you're in my feed now. You should have a subscription. You're to be in my here. world now, buddy. That's right. <laughs> I should send the uh, General Star an invoice for being in my <laughs> Facebook feed without a subscription. I think you should. <laughs> I did not invite them. So. so you didn't like their page or anything? Is this an ad? Yeah, it's just an ad. Okay. You know, with it, but it's a, it was a new story. It's mm-hmm. like, all right, I'm not going to subscribe to your little newspaper then. <laughs> Because I used to subscribe for many years. I subscribed to the Journal Star. So, anyways, that's my vent about the Journal Star. Duly noted. Yes. That's why they're going under there. That's right. They're, they're <laughs> messing with the man. <laughs> all right. So well, that's all I got on that. <laughs> Mike, did you have anything this week? I did have something actually, Doug. I'm going to echo on the back of your betcha can't echo, rant. Echo. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No. I like the sound effect. It was very nice. <laughs> Yeah, so Doug's... If we you, spare no expense right. on the podcast. No. That wasn't even superimposed in. No. <laughs> we don't tempt our listeners with these little fake ad things. Yeah, gadgets. We get the yeah. real stuff here. That's, that's right. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, Doug's Bet You Can't Rant topic from last week was vacations. Well, I'm just going to hop on the back of that and just add a little something in there, if I may. Uh, I was actually on vacation last week when Doug had that topic. You were? I was. I thought you were here. I was here. Oh, it was he a, takes his vacation here. That's he's dedicated. <laughs> That's right. That's right. No, it was not. Who wouldn't a, want a vacation uh, in your basement? <laughs> That's right. You live in a mansion. You got two pools, a sauna, a hot tub, a solarium, a staff of people. We took a trip to the pillow room too. It was great. <laughs> oh yeah. Did you take the everywhere. tour? It's a little pricey, but it's worth it. <laughs> We actually got the guided tour, the audio tour. Oh, it's got the little headphones and the self-guided. You get a you get a cut right there. So. Oh yeah, I and mean, you probably got the family discount. No, well, we didn't even did. get that. Oh, oh. <laughs> well. So go ahead. Well, about sorry, your vacation. We just, I don't even remember. Why. Vacation. You were mad about you, vacation. I'm oh, sorry. Right. We went off yeah. on the whole thing. Go ahead. You took that's your right. vacation last week. I will shut so up now. We were going to go somewhere for vacation, right? But with all these COVID things, you know, you can't go anywhere and do anything anyway. So I was off work, I guess, as a vacation. So my rant or gripe, I guess, adding to Doug's is the week after vacations suck. They're terrible. <laughs> so you in what way? Every way, like you name <laughs> it. You get uh, the week you come back, you go to work, back to reality. I guess you could say you get all the crap that uh, built up for you and was waiting for you to come back last week, along with this week's usual stuff as well so it all just piles on and one thing after another because heaven forbid somebody else go ahead and step in and just take care of the problem right just drop it on your desk right exactly yeah, yeah michael take care of this next week yeah yeah <laughs> and you know all life events just like oh wait this person oh yeah we'll give him a nice week but when he comes back he's yeah he's gonna be, yeah, you're gonna work gonna double a week to yeah. make up for the week you were gone exactly so anyway that's just my little Right. Nothing specific. It's just one thing after. No, another. I would agree with that. That would have been good for me to add last week. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I got one thing. Uh, I was at a customer's at a bank working on some equipment, and I, I went in to use the restroom, and they had a sign in like a, a 
a plastic sign holder. Yeah, kind of like a sign oh. holder, but yeah, plastic <laughs> sign holder. <laughs> That'd be a good place for. And a they sign. had it sitting on the back of the toilet. And I'll just read the sign because I have a few questions after I read this. It says, first at the top, it just says, get naked. Oh, so it wasn't instructions for a toilet game. I mean. Uh, maybe. It could be. I don't know. It depends on how you want to look at this. It says, get naked. No, no, that says, just kidding. This is a half bath. Don't make it weird. No selfies in the bathroom. That's it. I'm like, what? What? Okay, first, what happened that made this sign necessary yeah because they don't just make this and put it in in case this happens something had to happen at some point right and this was a men's room because they had a men's because i thought it's not like a unisex where you know anybody no it's a men's room one and then you know so what happened to have this like you said i'm not getting naked in a bathroom (laughs) anyway and this is a, a this is at a bank this isn't like Walmart where you might, okay, who knows what goes on at Walmart. It's kind of, you know, Mad Max in there at times. This is at a bank, a nice little bank, professional place. It's, it's kind of a public bathroom, but, and for their employees. But something happened and it probably happened more than once because if it happens once, so you just address it. Hey, Mike, um, <laughs> you can't be getting naked and taking pictures of yourself in the bathroom. Yeah. You just address it like that. Posting like, on Facebook. No, we need to make a sign. And we need to mount it into the bathroom because this is becoming a problem. <laughs> what? Maybe the lighting was, you look, man, I'm looking great. <laughs> look at that six pack. I need to, my wife needs to see this. <laughs> Where are you? I'm in a bathroom. Doesn't this look fantastic? <laughs> no. At a bank. It never looks fantastic. I don't ever want to see that. <laughs> and what did it mean a half bath? Well, like half bath because it's just a toilet and a sink. So they're saying, like, you can't take a shower, I guess, in there. Their joke is. Oh, okay. I thought maybe they were saying that because there might be other guys in the bathroom. Well, no, (laughs) they're saying it's it's just. (laughs) For your privacy. (laughs) Well, they're saying it's a half bath, so there's no need for you to be naked. Ah. You can't take a shower. That's the way I took it. Gotcha. And then they're like, don't make it weird. Like, too late. You already, when you started out at the top, get naked. It's weird because yeah. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, because Doug bank? was already naked before he got to the second line. <laughs> I, I went in there naked. I'm here to make a deposit. <laughs> Not here. Yeah. Well, I guess in a bathroom you are. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I just I saw that. It seemed very odd to me. I don't know what's going on. I kind of want to know the backstory. I know. I, I wanted to go ask him, like, why Why the sign? Yeah, what prompted what, this? What is going on in there? Who posted a picture from your bathroom on their Facebook page? And how did you find <laughs> it and know that it was your bathroom? <laughs> Look at the paint color in the edge of that door. Yeah. That's our bathroom. That's our bank. tile work there, too. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they busted some guy looking at porn. John, what are you doing? I'm making sure people aren't posting naughty pictures from our bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I got to monitor this stuff all the time. <laughs> Yeah, because the 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 message of the sign is no selfies, right, in the bathroom. Yes, that's ultimately. So yeah, what well, was happening? It was a weird way of getting to that message, I guess. And why would you care if I took a selfie in the bathroom? And I get, I mean, unless it was naked, and then there it all gets. It's the circle. How did they find out somebody took a naked selfie? <laughs> yeah. So I get the the story. I I kind of think happened maybe here is they did find a picture on Facebook or something and recognized it from their bathroom. 
and they wanted to address it. So they sent a message to their marketing department said, we need a sign that expresses don't don't take selfies in the bathroom. And that's what they came up with. <laughs> when you say marketing department, this bank is in a very little bitty town. Okay, so Emma over I'm here. Go. Emma, Emma does this. I know what we can do. I'll, I'll make us a sign up front. Like, now that I got your attention. Like, okay. Anyway, that was it. I saw that sign. I just wanted. I found it very odd. Yes, I kind of wanted to ask about it, but I thought, well, that I may make it even asked. more odd. Eh, I was at work. You know, I walk around with. A shirt with the company's name. It gets a little odd. Man. I, I don't want hey, to. one of your employees was yeah. asking weird questions. We didn't even put that sign in there. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was another thing. One sign. Like, oh, never mind. <laughs> so, all right. Well, that's all I had for all that. Right. Well, we're going to move on then? I think we are. I think you have some some COVID Well, this, related. this is a work-related as well. And, uh, oh, we're sticking with work-related. It's work-related. And also kind of, you know, Mike was talking about, I think, some covid uh, talk and things like that. Well, we 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 received an email at work. Uh, Doug yes, and I did. Yes, we did uh, from a local Fortune 500 company with some COVID instructions and you know kind of what this company is doing about COVID. In case you've been living in a cave for eight months and had never heard yeah. of COVID <laughs> or knew what to do, I don't know why we got it now. Yeah, I mean, I know we had an uptick, but I found it funny i think we you were saying too was like um this is all stuff that we've been hearing from since like march but hey guys anyway. i guess the state is requiring we have to tell you this stuff so. yeah yeah well no, they've said stuff out again so i mean before i don't know it's very odd Sorry, yeah and i ahead. think and i think the reason we received it is because we do have some personnel that go into this company yes i i i do yes i i have been there i haven't for a while but i've had to go in there. So so I don't know. If you got the first – Doug, do you have the first one there? Remember to – and it gives you a couple – Mine says things. prevention measures against COVID. Okay, yeah, and then below that says remember to, and it gives you a list of things yes. to do. So maybe you read a couple of those, and then the, the second to the last one is the one that particularly I thought was interesting. All right, so don't want to touch your eyes or nose or mouth. Yeah. So we get that. Uh, avoid contact with sick individuals. <laughs> Well, yeah, you don't want to be contacting the sick individuals. Does that mean, does that mean, does that mean it like physically ill or like he's sick? He takes nude <laughs> selfies in the bathroom. <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah, you don't want to be I contacting either way. Either, either way, I go avoid contact. I avoid contact with just people. Right. You could just say avoid contact with individuals for me. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> Stay home if you are sick. All right. Cover yeah. your mouth if you cough or sneeze. Avoid crowded places and large gatherings when possible. When possible. I, I kind of like that, too. You see this large gathering. Oh, no. It's like, I oh, have to walk being, to it. I'm being sucked in. I can't help it. I can't stop myself. Uh, avoid close contact and maintain six feet distance from others, especially in public places. Yes. And this is the good Avoid one. handshaking and kissing when greeting others. <laughs> Does that happen a lot at work? <laughs> I've been doing that wrong. <laughs> I just lead straight in. Yeah, and again, hey, Charlie, we had a great meeting today. Like, wow. And again, we're talking a Fortune 500 company here. Wouldn't that kind of send you straight to human resources? You would think so. That <laughs> gets you into a whole nother PDF that you have to read now <laughs> and sign at the end. Yeah, because <laughs> I get it. Avoid handshaking. First thing. Okay, what's what would be the second thing someone might do? Kissing. <laughs> that escalated quick. 
<laughs> well, I can't, I can't shake hands anymore. They made like, really? You went from shaking hands to, to, to Frenching me here in the break room? Uh, I mean, so they, they may have well just had put groping next. I mean, I, uh, <laughs> maybe that's coming up next. Uh, so, so that was the first one. Uh, that, that was slide number one. So on the slide number two, uh, Mike, do you want to look at slide number two? Do you have it pulled up there? Yeah, one second. Bing. So this is the, <laughs> like a grade school. You had to click yeah, the button. Yeah. So this is facility social distancing measures. Uh, so these are some steps that they've taken to um, that have been implemented by this company to protect you, mm-hmm. you know, as an employee. Well, that's good. I'm, I'm glad they're they've got my interest. In so maybe there. start at the bottom and kind of read up to the first one. Sure. We're talking about the increased signage here. Yeah. Yeah. So first they're going to put more signs about social distancing, which why do you need signs if you've got your pool noodles? <laughs> if you've got your pool noodles, you're good, right? Yeah. You're, you're yeah. distant. Again, I picture stuff. like 12, 14 people all standing around the sign. What's that say? Read it. <laughs> I can't read it. Can you read it out loud? Let read me shout. It. Here, let me read that. <laughs> oh, oh, he kissed me. I'm going to shout real loud. I might sing the sign. Well, hopefully nobody from the bank is making these signs because that could be a little bit weird. These signs are a little more professional looking than the one from the bank. Yeah, I think it so. It was a nice one from the bank, but not like this. Yeah. And uh, next they're going to install some plexiglass, right? So okay. it's going to yeah. block some stuff, I guess. Because everyone knows traveling. COVID cannot negotiate plexiglass. No. Yeah, it can't get around it's done. it. Not at all. It's the dumbest virus out there. Because <laughs> it is the funny. It's like, oh, what this is. How about... All right. And then they're also going to take away some seating in the conference rooms and the break rooms and the cafeteria and office areas. So, well, well it's a yeah. huddle room. Huddle, huddle room. room. <laughs> what is a huddle, huddle room? room? It's, you know, it's like the, their game planning, you know, come <laughs> on. It's all guys. getting it's huddled huddle. together. Well, this that's where they kiss. Social distancing. <laughs> that's where they kiss. <laughs> I'm out on that before COVID. I don't want to huddle with people. <laughs> and then do they do that before they go into the conference room? Maybe <laughs> they huddle room first yeah. and then they go, go into the, the conference room, room yeah. huddle up. And then into the conference room. I picture them all running in. And are you? And they say they reduce seating. Are you sitting in a huddle room? Wouldn't you be standing? And you know, not how they huddle. (laughs) They huddle differently. Yeah, Yeah. good. So, and then this last one, I kind of like this. So they've uh, designated stairwells and uh, for for one way flow, like you know what you see in Walmart. They have the little arrows, upward or downward. Very fancy. Uh, and they've also shut down the escalators, <laughs> which which is great because now you got all these fat business guys <laughs> that you're making walk up the stairs instead of taking the escalator. So now they're breathing like, <gasps> well, oh, there's no knows. COVID being shared there. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and escalators are a COVID death trap because we know that <laughs> yeah. well, COVID you know, is lazy. When COVID st- is the fat lazy virus. <laughs> it it wants to go. You know, it doesn't. You know, it goes. Two ways up and down the stairs, not one way. It can't do one way. It takes escalators. It takes elevators. But not the stairs. It's not going to try to negotiate plexiglass. It's yeah. like, Ugh, I'll kill somebody else. When was a fat guy come by? Yeah. So as you're walking up the stairs and you're looking over at the dead escalators, you're going, well, I'm so glad I'm walking here that COVID is not going anywhere now. They couldn't just shut off the escalator and just walk up the escalator, right? <laughs> oh, no. They shut them down. Yeah. Okay. Because, <laughs> you know, as your escalator is going up the hill and you're breathing, the person behind you from that wind flow is getting the COVID <laughs> yeah. from you. Unlike not when you walk up the steps <laughs> and breathing heavy and coughing and gasping. They're probably and- passing me on the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. And they've removed seating so there's no seat to sit down on the little landing to catch my breath. 
<laughs> All the hollow rooms on the staircase are closed. You <laughs> can't right. go in there. No. no breaks. So the next one I had was the next slide talks about face masks, face masks and cloth face covering use. So under required, they say inside with few exceptions. So when you're indoors, you got to wear a face mask. The next one is desk. Would that not be included indoors? <laughs> or do you have an outdoor desk? <laughs> you know, why are we separating certain things here? You know, the conference slash huddle room, even if Love working alone. Home. So if you're in there huddling alone. <laughs> Can you huddle with one person? <laughs> I don't know. They're self-huddling. <laughs> and this must be an outdoor huddle room because they've already said inside. It seems like, yeah, they could have had one thing on this list and been done, right? Inside. <laughs> yeah. Next, next slide, please. <laughs> Or when you're in the gate slash temperature check line, you know. The gate check line or the temperature check well, line? Well, when you hit the gate. Okay. Or, and that could be outdoors. So I'll give them the gate. But the temperature check line, I believe, is indoors as well. So, again, inside would cover it. So you're right. If you would just say inside, I think you're taking care of a majority. Inside. Of, you know. So, anyways. Um, so, yeah, that's the face mask. And then I like the next slide. They've got the facility temperature screening process. And this is a series of pictures of steps you go through to get your temperature checked when you enter the facility. Well, we mentioned a couple of times now, this is a Fortune 500 company. They've got a plexiglass window with a guy's arm hanging out of it, holding a thermometer that they, you know, scan you with when you walk by. <laughs> well, for starters, can't they afford a, you know, an automatic temperature checking lane no, that you walk? Through? That's a union job there. You can't get rid of that. <laughs> well, with that's a what I wondered. It's temp checkers nine seven two or something like that. <laughs> and and it's funny too because this piece of plexiglass has three holes in it. It's got the one that the guy's arm is sticking out of. Yeah. Which is at about shoulder height. And then it's got another one below that that's at about mid torso. Well, then you got another one below that. <laughs> what are they checking from that hole? <laughs> is that for the rectal thermometer check? <laughs> Maybe they're checking the temperature, whatever. You stuff, shove in there. I don't know. <laughs> Bend over and stick your butt up there. We'll check you rectally. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be the guy that's having to sanitize those. <laughs> that should be a one use, yes. in my opinion. <laughs> or they just leave it in. Yeah. <laughs> People walk. <laughs> that'd be great on those steps. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'd be fantastic. Oh, so anyways, that and then the last slide was in closing. Remember the basics, and and it gives you a summary of all the things. But the thing I kind of liked on it was it said, take public transportation at off peak hours. So does that mean like if you're supposed to be at work at eight, you need to like take tra- public transportation like four a.m. Yeah. Oh, you so come that, in at ten thirty. Why are you like off? I, hey, I, I took the bus you know, at all, eight o'clock, seven seven hours. o'clock's peak. You know, I can't be on the transportation yeah. at seven o'clock. I, so I got here and all the stuff a. they say. Remember in the basics, it's played at every commercial break on the radio when you're walking around any store. You're like, bing. Remember, for your sanitation needs or whatever, you make sure you maintain a six-foot distance. Wash your hands after touching your face or before touching your face and cover your mouth. And, and remember, no selfies in the bathroom. <laughs> no naked selfies. <laughs> That's nope. right. It was, I guess just no selfies. No selfies. Yeah. See, there again, it seems like they could just put no selfies. We covered it all. <laughs> you don't have to get all weird with it. 
Yeah. So even though I, I'm, I'm kind of making fun of it, I, I hope it helps someone out there to know how to, you know, negotiate. You probably COVID. saved somebody's life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's been eight months or whatever it's been. Uh, hopefully, it helps someone. So. All right. But that's yeah. That's our Fortune 500. You know, safety slides. I'm Fan- just disappointed now because I get off work at five. So I won't get home until like nine o'clock. Well, yeah, because you got to wait. You gotta wait to off peak yeah. hours. Man. Yeah, the bus would probably be what eight o'clock p.m. <laughs> if you're at if five. I'm lucky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I just saw that and thought, wow, uh, they've got a ways to go on their uh, slide presentation. <laughs> oh no, kidding! All right, well, let's transition to some Christmas. Talk. You know, we're a small company. Oh. I think we'll create a huddle room. <laughs> I don't want to huddle with anybody. And I don't want to be kissing anybody either. Uh, so. No, no touchy. <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right, we're gonna we're gonna transition into some Christmas talk. So, yeah, uh, you may have heard this. This happened a couple weeks ago, or a week ago. Uh, a man, a heartwarming story here. Forty three year old man finally found his biological birth father. His birth father. Okay, so he set up. He said, "Hey, I'd love to meet you." And the the, the guy says, "Yeah, great. I'll fly in, and and we'll, we'll meet. We'll, we'll get together and figure out what's going on." All right, so this 43-year-old man, and I keep saying it, how old he is because it's going to play into the story. 43-year-old man decides, you know what? I I could go to the I can go to the airport and just hold up a sign with my dad's name yeah. on it, you know? Yeah. It's been but really. Done. It's been done. It's been done. It's tired. I think I should dress like Buddy the Elf <laughs> and reenact the scene from Elf. There you go. And he did. He dressed up in the picture here. Of, you know, like a giant elf, the same, the whole outfit, the green, the big hat with the yellow pom pom on it. The sign he has too, cause it shows him with the sign. So I thought, oh, at least he has him having a sign. I thought it would have the guy's name. No, it just says dad. Well, at least it doesn't say get naked. <laughs> How would he know? I haven't seen you. At least it what? At least it doesn't say get naked. <laughs> that might not have been as weird. <laughs> but so he gets out, the guy gets closer to him. This isn't enough for this 43-year-old guy just to have this. Right. So he decides he's going to sing that awkward song that Buddy the Elf sang, too. So I'm here with my dad, and we never met, and he wants me to sing him a song. And then he starts jumping up and down. Um, one little problem. Mr. Henning's father, the biological man, right, had never seen Elf and had no idea what he's doing. That would make it weirder. He's like, (laughs) this is the the second biggest mistake I've made in my life. The first one was when I left you. The second was when I came and and got back with you. (laughs) The dad immediately was like, "Um, now I remember why I didn't take him. (laughs) Yeah. Like, listen, uh, I tell you what, this is all great. I'm so happy to finally get to meet you. Let's let's have something to eat. Why don't you go over, grab a table. I'm going to wash up real quick, and I'll be over there in a few minutes. And then he takes off. And this is the second time that the the man is abandoned in his life because the guy's back on the plane heading out of town. Like, this was the biggest mistake of my life. Yeah, I think if I was the dad getting off the plane, I would have just walked walked right past walking. him. <laughs> like, it's like, what's up? that freak? I don't know where his dad is. <laughs> yeah, but the thing, too, I like is he just has a sign that says dad. Like, okay, what? you're meeting him for the first time. Why wouldn't you put his name on it? <laughs> so five dads walked over to him. Well, nobody. <laughs> Everybody's like, mm, I, have, I have no idea what this guy's doing. <laughs> He's insane. <laughs> oh, so, all right. That's all I had with there. But let's move on to the wish list now. 
I've got a few more items you can add to your wish list, so you may want to grab your pen and pencil, jot these down. Got it out. These are some good ones. Uh, the first one I actually heard on the radio, and then I went ahead and looked it up. I don't know if you've ever heard of Pajama Gram. Yes. Oh, these yeah. are advertised heavily. Yes, yeah. they are. And they're like, apparently the women love them because they're all about the Pajama Gram on the radio now. Say, well, I don't know about you guys, but I thought we were all sleeping naked here. <laughs> so, Well, not here. I mean, well, whatever yes. you do. With well, them. I might be here. Well, this, <laughs> these pajamas might come in well for Mike because you have some issues yeah, with I, with nudity, just in general. <laughs> the, well, remember, the only time I'm not naked is in the shower. That's right. <laughs> oh, that's we right. got to get naked. that one right. You're naked all the time, yeah. man. I forgot. So I fit in just fine in that bathroom. You obviously. betcha. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, they have these. They have these pajamas, and one of the brands of the pajamas is called. Naturally nude pajamas for women. <laughs> the name is just naturally nude. Is there an unnatural nude pajama? <laughs> I yeah. think there's some unnatural nude out there. <laughs> <laughs> when you put it on, it makes you look like you got a boob job and a tummy tuck. Oh, these are great pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> look at that six pack. <laughs> Life's coming up getting all romantic. And she starts undoing her pajamas. No, leave the pajamas on. Really? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's much better. Or she takes oh, yeah. Well, like- here, Smarty, I got you a pair. <laughs> All right, I'll put them on. <laughs> but, yeah, so they have the naturally new pajamas in the radio spot. Mine would still be of a fat guy. That... <laughs> well, even if you put makeup on a pig, it's still a pig. That's right. <laughs> in the radio ad, it says, women love the naturally nude pajamas. It feels soft and silky, just like their own skin. I'm like, that's kind of great. Hey, honey, here's a pair of pajamas that would be just like if I skinned a person and made them a, a human skin pajama for you. Didn't I see that in Silence of the Lambs? <laughs> that's right, like, oh, yeah, that's not creepy at all. Thank you. I think I'll be sleeping in the other room with the door locked now. I'm out on the nude pajamas. How about a nice bottle of Chianti? Yes. <laughs> Chianti. All right. The next item, we got people out there that are into hobbying and crafting. You know, people love crafts. And they also love animals, except for Greg. Most people (laughs) love animals. (laughs) Here's a book that you can get. Crafting with cat hair. I like this. (laughs) Cute handicrafts to make with your cat. Make your very own fur ball. Yeah. Well, they give you some things that are in the book. Here are some things that you can make uh, from the book. It says here, this is from the publisher, a handful of your cat's hair and a few simple supplies are all you need to make and decorate finger puppets. Ooh. Because who doesn't want to have a cat finger puppet made out of cat hair? <laughs> uh, badges. Where the cat is that from? <laughs> They have badges, little badges with, like, cats on them and stuff. Are these people, they make a sash and walk around with them? Oh, what are the badges for? Oh, I make them. These are things that I earn with my cat. This one is the kitty litter badge. This is licking yourself badge. Oh, you know, got to stop. You just got to quit. This is my moving out of your mom's basement badge. <laughs> well, that, one, <laughs> that one, they never exist. achieve. <laughs> that one will never be achieved. <laughs> This is my mom finally died, so I inherited the house badge. <laughs> um, kitty portraits. They have a little portrait inside of a, you know, a frame, and they took the cat hair, and, it, and the cat's name is Mike. Ooh, Mike the cat. Mike the Mike. cat. So they make a, a cat out of the, the, the cat hair. 
The last one, they said, tote bags. You're going to need a ton of cat hair and a lot of supplies for that. And not just a few. <laughs> like you're going to make a tote bag out of cat hair? This is disgusting. <clears throat> and I like their description. Got fur balls? Fur balls? Are your favorite sweaters covered with cat hair? Do you love to make quirky, one-of-a-kind crafting projects? Are you a serial killer? No. <laughs> if so, then it's time to throw away your lint roller and curl up with your kitty. Crafting with cat hair shows readers how to transform stray clumps of fur into soft and adorable handicrafts. <laughs> you can make most of these projects in under an hour. With a little help, of course, from your feline friends. Come over here. I need some hair. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought, wow, that is, that is really, really strange. I I don't know what to say. When I was looking through those, that reminded me of the, uh, the episode or one of the episodes of, uh, My Strange Addiction on TLC. One of the addictions is the lady licks her cat and eats the cat hair. She swallows oh, the cat hair. Gross. Yeah. So that's uh that's what I Making was her own fur balls. That's yeah. a deal breaker if you're on a date, isn't it? Well, I mean that's that was the premise of the episode. Was <laughs> apparently her partner, I guess, was uh not jealous. So pri- not so privy. <laughs> I don't think they were quite jealous. I think they were on the verge of uh packing their bags. Verge? <laughs> the first time well, she picked up a cat and licked them like, yeah I'm out <laughs> Very accepting person, I guess. I don't know. Hey, I can get a robotic woman's hand from Japan. I don't need this. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you happen to scroll down and look at the frequently bought together books? <laughs> oh, I, I did not. So, are well, there, what well else, scroll down what to else, the... What else are people buying when they buy the cat? The one book? right next to it, when you scroll down, it says frequently bought together. Do you see that? I have you might also like. Okay, what's under? What's the next one? Next uh, customers who bought this item also bought toilet paper origami. Oh no, mine's <laughs> that's no. what I that's on my list. <laughs> Mine is the next book is how to talk to your cat about gun safety. <laughs> it's, a, it's not a problem. <laughs> my cat, I, I he kid, just takes I, the gun. He goes. I kid you not. <laughs> and the 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 header for the book. Is how to talk to your cat about gun safety, colon, and abstinence, drugs, <laughs> Satanism, and other dangers that threaten their nine lives. Well, I don't want my satanic cat getting a hold of the gun. I'm going to tell you that. Well, look at the cat on the cover of that book. He, he looks, looks depressed. Why <laughs> think he looks depressed. He's being suffocated with all these rules. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's trying to kill himself because <laughs> this person is doing it. She licks me. She takes my hair and makes things out of it. I just want the gun to shoot myself. <laughs> See, I got the uh, Farting Animals Coloring Book. Oh, that that's nice. Yeah. Oh, my gracious. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I, how to talk to your cat about gun safety. Yeah, there's that one. <clears throat> yeah, my, The next one in mine after that is how to tell if your cat is plotting to kill you, volume two. <laughs> Do you need a? I'm you gonna need a sequel. Yeah, let me yeah. let me give you a little hint out there, people. Your cat is always plotting to kill you. That's what he's doing all the time. He's like, if I was bigger, I could just eat him. I could just kill him and eat him. <laughs> and there's a pull out poster inside. Well, there you go. 
how to talk to your cat. There I found the how to talk to your cat about gun safety. <laughs> the important topics. Well, there. Anyone that is, you know, if you have a cat and guns, please, by all means, buy this book. Because I don't want somebody, I don't want to read about someone accidentally getting killed by their cat who didn't know gun safety. That's right. Of course, if you have a cat and you get, he shoots you, it's probably not an accident. <laughs> no, I think he's trying. I Which think he brought knows, that other book up. I think he knows exactly what he's doing. Keep your guns in the safe. Yeah. Yes. It's funny because there's another also, you might also like, and it has nothing to do with cats. It's Napoleon's Hemorrhoids. That's the name of the book. Okay. And other small events that changed history. So. Well, fantastic. Yes. There you go. So all kinds of books. It's Yeah, it's got the farting animals coloring book next to that. All right. It's, yeah. I'll have to give that nice. one a try. Yeah. <coughs> all right. I got one more gift for this week. This one is for the man or woman, although let's be honest, it's probably man, on the go. Now, Mike, Greg, how many times have you guys been out running around, you get hungry, but you can't really eat right now, and you're walking by, let's say, a Sabaros, you know, the world's Casey's. best pizza. Oh, Casey's. Yeah. You're like, man, I'd love to have a pizza, but i got to carry these packages. I can't be eating the pizza right now. Right. I wish what, there was some way I, I could. <laughs> how can I make this better? We have a solution for you. The portable pizza pouch. It's got a lanyard. It looks like a necklace. It comes down to a plastic, like, triangle. You can buy your pizza, shove it in the pouch, zip it up, carry it around, and eat it later. There you go. It is fantastic. It says about this item, the pizza will stay safe. The pizza-preserving necklace keeps our nation's favorite pseudo-Italian snack safe and toasty within a Ziploc pouch. I don't know how it stays toasty because it's, it's not heated. <laughs> yeah. Says, have it with you all the time. A detachable lanyard then lets you take the choice of slice with you instead of leaving it at home where it could be stolen by roommates or <laughs> turtles with attitude. <laughs> so, there you go. Never go hungry. You're headed to a party, barbershop, movie premiere, or pepperoni stuffed accessory. This, your pepperoni stuffed accessory will turn heads and deliver a powerful message to everyone around you. What's the, <laughs> delivering a powerful message? This guy is disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you what. If you have to go somewhere and you can't walk somewhere without having a slice of pizza with you, you've got a problem. Look, I have a problem with food. <clears throat> I don't have – it's not this bad. <laughs> I can go a while without the food. Then they show the pictures. You know, they got the guy eating it. Mm. There's one picture that is really false advertising. It's got like a, a couple in there at home and he's got the pouch and they're both chomping down pizza and smiling. I'm going to tell you right now, if you've got this pouch, there's not a woman in the picture next to you. <laughs> right. You are, you are a lonely, lonely man, probably with a Japanese robotic woman's hand in the background. <laughs> but yeah, there you go. You got the pizza pouch. See, I want the accompanying backpack that has the rest of the pizza in it <laughs> so that I can pull another slice out and reload the front one. I'm just glad, actually, Doug, that you found this because I was going to put my pizza slices in my cat hair tote. So I'm glad that we've got a separate. You know, you could pizza, uh, pizza. Powder. See, and I've always just stuck them in my front pocket, so <laughs> and they get cold that way. Yeah, like, eh. a little messy too. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So there you go, everybody. If you got that uh, that loved one who you know can't can't walk more than fifty yards without having a slice of pizza, <laughs> perfect stocking stuffer. Doug wanted one for the single hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yes, I did. <laughs> I was going to call it the wiener wrap. <laughs> but I put, you know, two weights in the bottom to make sure it stays down and everything. <laughs> oh, it's pre-weighted. <laughs> it's Actually, it's Velcro. It's deviled egg holder is what it is. It's I have ma- two deviled egg holders at the bottom and you can shove your, shove your wiener in the top. It's delicious. And it's got a Velcro attachment that holds it in place. I'm not a big hot dog fan, so I can't. (laughs) They're okay. I think I wouldn't mind them so bad if it wasn't flesh colored. I have a real problem with it. (laughs) I just, I don't know. I don't know. Not the fact that it's intestines and. uh... No, that doesn't bother me as bad as the other. All right. Well, we're going to move on. I got a little game. Ooh. Uh, A Christmas movie game. A Christmas movie Um, game. Sure. I don't know. I was trying to come up with a name for it. I didn't like naughty or nice or candy or coal. What I'm going to do, I was, this all kind of started because I was looking for some Christmas movies to kind of watch while I've been decorating and stuff. And there are some fantastic Christmas movies, which I dearly love. And I also came across some that are like, is this a real movie? And they they were, and they're odd. So I've got a list of movies. I'm going to read you guys two movies. And one of them is one I made up, and one of them is a real one. And we're going to see if you guys what which one you think is right, All right, and which one you think is wrong. And we're going to see if you can guess the real movie or not. Okay. So here we go. <clears throat> you got to bear with me because I have my notes all over the place. You hear that rustling of paper or Doug's paper notes? Yes, my paper <laughs> notes, because I don't trust the electronics. <laughs> okay, we are going to go. Um, the first one. Some jingle bells or Christmas music here. Is Christmas Twister. A scientist must find his missing children after tornadoes destroy his Texas home. Okay. The other one is Holly Jolly Hurricane. Global warming causes a Category 5 hurricane to hit New York City on Christmas Eve. One of those is a real movie. Hmm. Do you have a guess? Yeah. Go ahead. I'm going to say the Holly Jolly Hurricane because it seems like they're – if it's a recent movie, I could see them trying to make this movie. So – yeah, That's it's got the word question. global warming in it that, you know, yeah. but is that is that a trick? Could be. Is it a trick? Could be. We'll see. I am very tricky. All tricky, right. tricky, tricky. Tri- oh, sorry. Well, I'll, I'll go the opposite and do right. the, was it Texas Twister? Christmas Twister. Oh, Christmas, Christmas Twister. Oh, that's right. Texas. It's in Texas. I'm, I say I'm going to deduct a half a point for that. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Well, see, I'm already starting out behind. Yeah. I'll go with the Christmas Twister. All right. The real movie is Christmas Twister. Uh, ding, 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 ding. Christmas Twister. That is a real movie. Yeah. So fantastic, huh? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> the uh, next movie here, our next setup, we've got Taekwon Ho Ho Ho. <laughs> Santa teams up with four junior high kids to teach some bullies the true meaning of Christmas. Or Santa Jaws. Cody makes a wish to be alone 
which ends up backfiring when a shark kills his entire family. <laughs> One of those is real. <clears throat> is it Santa Jaws or is it Taekwondo Ho Ho Ho? I'll let, you, I'll let okay. you have the first guess. All right. Time. I'm going to go with Taekwondo Ho 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 <laughs> as the real one. Yeah, I was Final kind of, answer. Kind of leaning that way, too. Because you again, can the, choose the same one. Yeah, the messaging <clears throat> is there, like the last one. So the global warming thing and now the bullying thing. Yeah. So I was kind of leaning that way, but I'll t- I'll take the other one. Just why not? We'll cover the bases here. I mean, you do got the, you know, Sharknado thing. And that, you do have the Sharknado thing. But how many movies can they make about sharks? 872. Oh, <laughs> no, I don't okay. know. <laughs> With those figures, I'll take I'll take the Chris, what was it? Christmas Jaws? Santa Jaws. Santa Jaws. Santa Mike Jaws, will take so. sharks for 30. <laughs> Santa Jaws. Santa Jaws. The real movie is Santa Jaws. Ooh. <laughs> Man. That was the one that actually started this whole right. thing. Cuz I was like Santa is... Jaws. So I clicked on it and read I'm like this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. This can't be real. That it's like, no, insane. it's a real movie. Who makes these movies? Where are these movies made? <laughs> I have no idea. Very low budget. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Oh, geez. <laughs> these are both. Okay. <laughs> Holidays. And it's, I'll, I'll spell it because some of these you need. Holly, D-A-Z-E. Okay. Okay. Two stoners accidentally <laughs> smoke mistletoe and have crazy <laughs> misadventures with Santa Claus, Jack Frost, and a snowman. <clears throat> or Santa and the ice cream bunny. Children and a bunny try to help Santa get his sleigh out of Florida sand. <clears throat> I actually know this one. So if you want you to know first, this one, yes. What? I do. Was there collusion here? No, or, or, yeah, absolutely none. All right, okay. I'll be interested to unless see I'm, how you unless, know this one, uh, unless I'm mistaken, but I'm uh, pretty sure I know this one. Okay, well, just because I I want it to be this one, I'm going to say the holidays, <laughs> just because I want that one to be right. But I could see it. Being they're the both, other one. The, yeah, they're yeah, both. yeah, they're both very weird uh, plot lines. So, so which is it? <clears throat> I believe it is Santa and the Ice Cream Bunny. Oh. You are correct. Oh yes. My and God. the reason I know that is because it was a riff track. That's from oh, okay. 1972. Okay. Yeah. Jan- uh, Santa Jaws was 2018 and Christmas Twister was 2012. So I'm just telling you though. So you <laughs> In case you want to watch them. In case you want to watch them later. The fans out there may want to watch these movies. <laughs> they might. Who doesn't want to sit down and watch Santa Jaws with the kids on Christmas Eve? <laughs> well, you know, people are always looking for a new movie to watch. And, uh, you know, you've seen all the standards, Elf and, you know, Miracle on 34th Street and Wonderful Life. You need Santa Jaws in there. <laughs> yep. All right. Here we go. I'm surprised he hasn't done I'm a Stupid Ho-Ho-Ho. <laughs> well, you know that's a big one. <laughs> or is it? <laughs> here we go. The next, the next two movies on the list, Santa Claus versus the Devil, Santa and Merlin Save Kids from the Devil. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> and the other movie that you got to try to decide is it a real movie? Deck the halls with balls for Holly. <laughs> Three frat brothers wager who can bed sorority girl Holly before the Christmas break. One of those is a real, real stupid movie. Did my is it my turn? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. 
I want to think it's Santa and the devil. Was that what was it called? Um, Santa Claus versus the devil. See, I want to say it's that one. I, I'm not answering that yet. Well, you have Santa and but, Merlin. But I'm, but I am concerned that Doug would have come up with the other one. <laughs> <laughs> I've been duped a few times here already. So, um, <clears throat> I think I'm going with Santa and. Satan? The devil? What was it again? Santa Claus versus the oh, devil. Versus. You, can't, you don't even know what the movie's called. I don't. <laughs> After I watch it, I will. a better job of coming up with titles. You can't even get them. <laughs> Santa versus the devil. Santa Claus versus the devil. <laughs> All right, Mike, where are you going? Same? Different? Well. No, I'm going to take the other one. Oh, what's balls, the name of it? The deck the, deck the halls, halls with balls, balls for, for Holly. Holly. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mike, you are wrong. Oh. It is Santa Claus versus the devil. <laughs> um, that's from 1959. I don't know why Santa and Merlin teamed up together, <laughs> but they did, and they saved friends. the kids from the devil. Yeah, I'm not sure why the kids were with the devil. It doesn't say. Santa and Merlin could be one and the same. <sighs> I guess. All right, so now... We've got um, ba, 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 ba. Uh, bear with me here. I'm sorry. I had a little little snafu here. Uh oh, can't read his own writing. No, I I I went out of order. All right, <laughs> we've got uh, rare exports. A Christmas tale. Arctic excavators accidentally release a demonic Santa Claus from his icy prison. Or Tiny Tim. Modern day retelling of a Christmas carol where Tiny Tim is given an experimental drug that gives him special powers allowing him to get revenge on all who wronged him. Dun dun dun. Is it your turn? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Good. Um I'm not sure what the tiny what does the tiny Tim one have to do with Christmas? It's, please please it's tell me you've seen uh, a Christmas Carol with Scrooge even, even and the Bob Cratchit the and Christmas Tiny Carol? Tim. Oh, well, okay, sure, I've seen the Muppets. Okay, one, Tiny Tim. I haven't I haven't seen like not tiptoe through the <laughs> tulips. Tiny, you know Tim. the the okay oh. the the classic literature story <laughs> okay, of Christmas you. Carol. I got with you. Kermit the Frog. Sorry, I was thinking of I was thinking of the other guy, the okay. Tiny Tim. Tiptoe. You are yeah. a college. Graduate, right? A college educated, uh, yes. okay. Yes. Sorry, my tiny Tims were confused. <laughs> a tiny bit. Um, good, 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 good one there. Um, a tiny bit. That's just weird. Uh, I don't like the demonic Santa one. So, uh, okay, I'll take the tiny Tim. Gets his revenge or whatever that one's called. Tiny Tim and Satan versus no <laughs> versus Santa and Merlin in the Arctic. They're just yeah, it's insane. So what 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 was the, what was the Tiny Tim one named? It was Tiny Tim, and the other one was called Rare Rare Exports, Exports A Christmas Tale. I'm going with Tiny Tim as well. Oh. You both are correctly wrong. We're wrong. You're wrong. Yeah. yeah, it was the Rare Exports. It's yeah. really a demonic Santa. And he uh, he kills little kids after he gets out of his prison. That's not very nice. No, not nice at all. Okay. <laughs> uh, here we go. 
Eight little reindeer. On Christmas Day, special ops teams drop into Afghan mountains to hunt down terrorists. <laughs> they soon realize someone or something is hunting them. <laughs> or oh my gosh. Santa Claus conquers the Martians. Adult Martians kidnap Santa and two Earth children to make their childrens of Mars happy. Is it my turn? Yeah. I am going with Santa Claus versus the Martians. It conquers the Martians. Conquers the Martians. Me too. I was say, I'm, I'm going with that one. All in. You both are correct. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Yay. And there was much rejoicing. And there was much rejoicing. <laughs> Holiday rejoicing. And I think this is the last two. And everybody was happy about that. <laughs> Especially the listeners. Yeah. Especially the listeners. If we have any left, they all tuned out. <laughs> all right, here we go. They're in taking naked selfies in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, please do not send them in. <laughs> the first one, Annie Claus is coming to town. <laughs> when Santa's daughter starts falling in love with the owner of a toy store, his head elf fears he'll lose out on becoming the next Santa. So he hires an actor to woo her away. Wow. Or Mistletoe and Ivy. Jack travels to his girlfriend's house for the holidays to meet her family, but soon discovers he's in love with her sister. <laughs> Mike's interested in the both of those. He's like, what will happen? I don't even know. They sound like Hallmark ones. <laughs> <laughs> they do sound like Hallmark movies. <laughs> well, okay. Uh... Well, I'll find out if Jack stays with her or his sister. So I'm going to take um, that. I can't remember. I can't Mistletoe remember and Ivy. Mistletoe and Ivy. Yeah. Okay. And what was the title of the first one? Annie Claus is coming to town. I'm going with Annie Claus is coming to town. Greg wins. He is and correct. The, I am the Christmas movie you expert. You are the Christmas movie expert. <laughs> of but that was just a, a smattering of them that I came across. Schmattering? Um, uh, there's just some insane movies out there, really. Well, winner gets to pick which one we watch. <laughs> <laughs> if we can riff tracks any of them, I'll do it. <laughs> Santa Claus loves the devil. No, <laughs> Greg cannot remember the name of that one. So, <laughs> Santa Claus and Merlin. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how Merlin and Santa Claus hooked up in that, but uh, yeah. Very, very. I think there was strange. a space time continuum or something that <laughs> there might have been. All right. Well, let's let's keep talking about Christmas here for a few more minutes. Um. Of course, you know, the true meaning of Christmas, or if, if you're from the Judeo-Christian belief, is that it's the birth of Jesus Are you Christ. Give a so sermon a, now? No, no, no. Oh. I'm just. <laughs> we're talking about the holiday, so giving a little background. Oh, okay. you know how you give. The, the birth of Jesus Christ, Savior of the world. There's that. Um, that somehow, and then they they had Saint Nicholas, who actually was a real person and did give things to orphans, but they turned that into uh, a man going around and, and giving presents. <laughs> and somehow we started putting him with elves and flying reindeer. <laughs> I don't know how they just keep adding all these <laughs> weird things. Well, got me thinking. It's like well, that's kind of an odd holiday tradition <laughs> if you think about it. But like. We can tell all the kids that Santa Claus brought their presents. 
Well, how does he get the president? Well, he has elves. <laughs> why does he get him everywhere? Flying reindeer. What, I got to do everything? I got to make ep- the whole story? <laughs> well, and he visits every kid. Every, every you know, like, very, yep, that's every very, kid. very true. Yeah. He gets around pretty I good. think Santa's been outsourcing some. <laughs> he, he might have been outsourcing some. I don't know. But then I, so I started looking about what are some other unusual Christmas traditions from around the world. And so I, I just have down a few here. And, uh, if you have any to add to this, feel free. Um, but the first place that I'm going is Japan because they have some wonderful traditions there. In Japan, the big thing for them for Christmas is that they go and they eat a huge spread at Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh, yeah. KFC for Christmas. In fact, it says it's such a big deal. You have to get a reservation days in advance for Christmas Day if you want. I wonder what they're going to do with COVID this year. I don't know. Take get, out. They'll have to take out <laughs> the buckets. It says here this was actually all just part of a giant marketing scheme by Kentucky Fried Chicken. And back in 1974, the American fast food restaurant KFC released a festive marketing campaign in Japan. The seemingly simple slogan, and I cannot pronounce that. It's a Japanese term. I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. (laughs) But translated, it was Kentucky for Christmas. And what that is, it spawned a national tradition that still thrives this day. So Christmas, it's not even a national holiday in Japan. But it says families all over will head to KFC on that day. Um, The fried chicken... Uh, they even charge a higher price for that day for the KFC. So it clocks in around uh, 20 euros, which I don't know what that probably, I don't know, is that 35 bucks or something like that? But Yeah. Anyway, so there you go. In Japan, if you're in Japan on Christmas, you better put in your order for KFC maybe at like, you know, November. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know how much longer you want to go. Then we're going to go, we're going to take a plane and fly on over to Germany. Because, you know, who is more fun-loving than the Germans? Oh, they're very fun-loving. They are very fun-loving. They have a tradition in Germany. Uh, the Christmas tree tradition is uh, they put a pickle in the tree. Nowadays, it's a porcelain pickle or something. The Christmas tree tradition embarked around the world is believed to have started in Germany in the 16th century, so it comes as no surprise that our Teutonic cousins still have some funny customs relating to their festive trees. The custom is they, uh, one of these is, hang on there. One of these customs is to hide a pickle somewhere within the branches of the tree and give a gift to whichever child in the household finds it. So I don't know, maybe you guys can start a new tradition. Tell them, say, hey, honey, we're going to hide the pickle for Christmas. <laughs> I don't know if they want that one or not, but there you go. Well, you actually, my wife's sister's family used to do this particular thing. They would hide a pickle in the tree. Hide a pickle in the tree. Yeah. And whoever See, that, found that sounds it, like a euphemism. It, it might be. <laughs> <laughs> I had a cousin that liked to hide the pickle in the tree. <laughs> Until he got arrested. Something there about finding it, but I don't know. <laughs> So they would hide the pickle in the tree? Yes. Did they, they have like a porcelain, a special it pickle? Was a, I think it was a small. 
Because it's a small pickle. <laughs> a small pickle. But well, it it's wintertime. It's cold. An ornament. It would be in the tree somewhere. And, yeah, you'd have to, uh, you know, the kids would be looking for it, like, after they decorated the tree up until Christmas, until one of them would find it. So just one find it, they wouldn't do it, they wouldn't hide it multiple times? It I don't was believe one so. time, whoever I, found it got the special gift? I believe so, yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Well, interesting. I'm glad we brought that one up. Somebody here actually has... Uh, seen that done. Has uh, seen them actually, hide I've the pickle. seen it done, but I've heard of it. <laughs> then we're going, we're going to go on, kind of stay in the Scandinavian area. We're going to go to Finland. And when I read this one... Yeah, I saw the Finland one. It's good. I automatically thought of Greg, because this sounds like it's <laughs> right up his alley. Oh, <laughs> It sounds like this is something that- I had actually picked that one to read if you didn't read it. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll let you read if you no, want. No, no, no. Go ahead. Cause- <laughs> it says here, many homes in Finland come equipped with their own sauna. And at Ooh. Christmas time, this cozy spot becomes a sacred space associated with long dead ancestors. On Christmas Eve, it's customary to strip naked and take a long respectful stint in the sauna. Which is also believed to be the home of the legendary sauna elf. Oh, I bet it is. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, I want you to come to the sauna with me. I want you to show you the sauna elf. <laughs> Maybe take a few selfies while we're in here. <laughs> I don't want to see the sauna elf. <laughs> no, not the sauna elf. Not again. You don't want to be naughty, do you? Or do you? <laughs> I'd choose the pickle in the tree over the sauna elf any day. <laughs> Mike, you just broke me. I can't even, come on, I don't know. I'm passing on the sauna elf. I don't even care if the pickle yodels. I don't even care if it's a yodeling pickle. I'm still doing the pickle on the tree. Because it's awful warm in, in that sauna, and you know that elf's going to be pretty big. It's going to be a tiny pickle. I don't even know where I was going after this one. Anyway, Finland, they get naked, get the sauna, and then they go out later, so. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I thought the last one was going to be the best, but I don't know. <laughs> the, the, oh my god! Last one's pretty bad, though. It is bad. Uh, this is from Spain, and they're weird looking things. They have this. Uh, they they call this tradition, and I'm not. I, I my, I'm not very good at Spanish. So, Tio de Nadal, Nadal, T I O. Space D E space N A D A L. So I'm I'm sure I butchered it. I apologize for that. But basically, what it is, it's a hollow log with stick legs and a smile and a red hat. And every evening from December eighth to Christmas Eve, the children feed the log oh. little small treats and like cheeses, different things. It feeds it to them, so you know it's getting it fat. And they put it under a blanket and they take care of it and they put it next to the fire so it can stay warm. You know, it's kind of a sweet story, really. They're taking care of the little feed knit and everything. And they, it's happy looking, little smiley face. Then on Christmas Eve, the children. <laughs> I like how it says on Christmas Eve things get weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Things are, yeah. It's weird before. It's like the sign. It's already weird. Hey, it's not a sauna elf or anything. <laughs> That's what they're thinking. It's like, <laughs> those are weird. <laughs> anyway. The children are tasked with beating the log with sticks while singing a traditional song until the log poops out all the trees. Oh. 
And the song goes, poop log, poop nuggets, hazelnuts, and mato cheese. If you don't poop well, I'll hit you with a stick. Poop log. So they are nice, covered up, take care of it, feed it treats, and then they literally beat the crap out of the log on Christmas Eve. Poop log. Sounds like a very, you know, family-friendly festival here. We're going to beat a log until it poops out the treats. See, when I read poop log, I thought that's something you did when you go to the restroom. You're keeping track of how many, you know, when you go. <laughs> maybe you, maybe they do. a poop log. <laughs> yes. All right, 957. Approximately. Very difficult. <laughs> yes. A little bit. Just a little. So anyway, there you go. So feel free to try some of these, you know, maybe on Christmas you can get you some KFC. Yeah, there was one more. Hide the pickle. There was one more on here I kind of liked that you, you right. know from the list you had. Go, go right ahead because that was a, that was that was the last one that I had. Well, on, on Iceland, did you read Iceland? I did read Iceland. They have the Yule Cat. <laughs> the Yule Cat. So this goes with our cat uh, book, you know. Yeah, maybe if you catch the Yule Cat, you can make some kind of a craft out of it. Well, he's not armed, is he? He's not locked and loaded, right? <laughs> this he, this he, sounds pretty bad. Okay. Right. Hopefully, he's been talked to about gun, gun safety. safety. Yeah, yeah, because this one's one of the. F- Weirdest festive traditions we've heard comes from Iceland, where a giant cat is said to roam the snowy countryside at Christmas time. Traditionally, farmers would use the Yule cat as an incentive for their workers. <laughs> those who worked hard would receive a new set of clothes, but those who didn't would be devoured by a gigantic cat-like beast. So what happened on the day after Christmas if you didn't work hard and you were still there? Or did they Maybe just they kill you? Over. <laughs> What happened to Bob? Yeah, the Yule cat got him. Mm-hmm. Ate him up. <laughs> yeah, today it is customary for everyone in Iceland to get new clothing for Christmas to avoid an unsavory demise. How do you tell that one to your kids when they're little? Yeah. Johnny, if you don't work hard this year. You're not going to get new clothes and the Yule cat will eat you. <laughs> That's right. Forget <laughs> stockings and Santa. We got Yule cats to worry about. And as a kid, you're like, what's the upside? Okay, even if I'm good, I get one set of clothes. All right, yippee. <laughs> Those kids in America are getting Nintendos. <laughs> They're getting everything. I get a set of clothes. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Woo. We don't even get to do a poop log. No. <laughs> I'm going to Spain. No, no sauna elf, no hide the pickle, no nothing. <laughs> oh, one other, they, they, they did have a Netherlands. It wasn't that, it was just people will put their shoes out and then they put stuff in it, gifts. But with the picture, Shows like carrots. Well, I saw I'm that. just sticking carrots in my nasty shoe, and then I'm like, I'm not going to eat that. <laughs> I wanted like a new shoe that's never been used for anything except for the gift. I don't and want preferably my a new nasty, carrot too. My <laughs> work boot. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah. So, so there you go. You guys can get find the Yule Cat. It says here that you can even take a tour to try to find the Yule Cat. So if you ever get to Iceland. You can tour to find the Yule Cat. I think Iceland would be kind of interesting to go to, actually. I heard they had their roads are heated so they don't freeze over. Yeah. Why the United States can't do that, I don't know. Iceland's awful small and doesn't have a whole lot of road either. Well, and our roads are terrible, too. True. <laughs> but our yeah. state has no money, so. This is very true. <laughs> but I was wondering when, you know, you were talking about Christmas traditions, just kind of wrap this up maybe. Um, does your family have any traditions? Nah, I mean, I don't know. Not, not. I can't I just, yeah. think of any really. I mean, you know, we put up stockings and we, we do stocking stuffers and yeah, Christmas gifts. Open them on Christmas morning. That's pretty much it. 
You guys? Yeah. So no. Yeah. Christmas Eve, we're, we're pretty much the same thing. Christmas Eve, we watch uh, Christmas Story because it's my mom's favorite Christmas movie. Yeah. So we've always done that. Uh, but yeah, nothing like uh, getting devoured by a Yule Cat or anything. No, that's yeah, <clears throat> yeah. We're kind of the same way. We do a we typically on Christmas Day have like a brunch meal, and um, over the last number of years, we've had a way we give out. You know, we distribute the gifts. Is when we wrap the gifts, <clears throat> we just we just number them, and then we keep a notebook with who that gift belongs to. So that way, when the kids, you know, we put all these gifts under the tree, they wouldn't know whose is whose because there would just be a number on it. So it didn't matter if they shook it or not because they'd be like, we don't know whose this is. Then we would just that morning, we would say, okay, Courtney, number two. And she'd go find, dig through and find number two, open it up. And uh, that got to be kind of a tradition over the last number of years. That's kind of fun. So this year you'll say, Mike, number seven, he'll open up. It's a negligee. It was supposed to be Lori's, but it's yours now. Sorry. That's your gift. Yours was supposed to be you the pickle. Change. <laughs> well, I got the sauna elf last year. I didn't want him on. So, yeah. yeah. I'll wear the lingerie. No sauna elf. Oh, my goodness. Well, that's all I had. You guys got anything else? Wrap nope. it up? No. No. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Next week is pretty much probably all Christmas. That's right. For the most part, um, with maybe some stupidity. Well, I'm sure there's well, plenty of stupidity. It'll be stupidity with Christmas. Stupidity. <laughs> but uh, we'll be back here in seven days. Until then, everybody, have a safe week. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Be safe out there while you're getting your Christmas shopping done. And uh, hopefully you'll tune in in seven days. Later. See you. Yeah, later. Well, that wraps up another episode. Thanks for listening. Please be sure to subscribe. And you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.